Faith for Today with Colin Urquhart and Julia Fisher. You reminded us yesterday and challenged us yesterday, Colin, that we all have negative attitudes. And you say there are far too many negative attitudes within our Christian lives than than there should be. Yesterday, we talked about bitterness and resentment and talked about the importance of having a forgiving spirit. Today, you're going to talk about anger. What we have to understand is that those negative reactions are the reactions of the flesh. They're the reactions of the natural person. So, of course, uh, you know, we all have to keep the flesh in place in our lives, even as born-again, spirit-filled believers. So uh, it's we can still react in the flesh if we ever choose to or allow ourselves to. But what we need to train ourselves to do is to react according to the spirit. So instead of acting with bitterness and resentment, we act or react to a situation with mercy and forgiveness. Which is often the opposite to what you would want to do. Well, the way of the spirit is always the opposite of the flesh. Because Paul says the flesh and the spirit are a complete contradiction to one another. So we've got these contradictions within us all the time. And of course, the more developed we are in our walk with God, then the more we will react in the spirit and the less we will react in the flesh. Now, anger is another thing that afflicts lots of Christians because it's a reaction of the flesh. And it causes Christians a great deal of concern because they know they shouldn't be angry. Not a, isn't there a righteous anger? There is a righteous anger, but we'll talk about that later because I think if we try to justify ourselves now, we'll, we'll get very confused. You're talking at an out of control. So, well, I'm talking about a fleshly reaction we feel angry. Now, the question, first question we need to ask is, why do we react like that? What is it that causes anger? Now, I, I suppose most people are not going to like my answer to that question because I think most often anger is our flesh re- reaction when we don't get our own way. And you see, it's a fleshly reaction because the flesh wants to have its own way. And we don't like it when we can't get our own way. We don't like it in the natural when we have to give way to what uh, other people want or what other people are doing. We get very angry when people do things to us that cut across what we want or prevent us from having what we want. So there is a very selfish motive that is behind much anger. Now, you could say that that anger is would seem to be justified because of some of the negative things that people do to us. But as we saw yesterday with bitterness and resentment, those negative reactions and attitudes never do us any good. 
They never serve a positive purpose. Now, you know, there are some people that say, well, I get angry and I just have to blow my top. But once I've done that, then I feel very much better. Well, that's a very, very dangerous attitude. Why? Because when you blow your top, you can, you can cause an awful lot of damage. You can say things that you can't take back and you would later regret and wish you'd never said. You can actually damage the people uh, who are within sound of what you say when you're blowing your top. So, you know, we can try to justify our anger, but we can't excuse it. And I always say, you know, Jesus did not die for our excuses. He died for our sins. So it's much better to recognize anger as sin and ask God to forgive us. But what we're really concerned to do, Julia, is to see, well, how can we react in other ways, more positive ways than anger when things cut across what we want? And just as we, we um, saw yesterday that we have to cultivate a merciful, forgiving spirit, so we also need to cultivate a gentle spirit. Now, you see, Jesus described himself as having a gentle heart, that he was humble and had a gentle heart. Now, Jesus was a man of power. He was a man of great authority. But at heart, he was gentle. And you can see that in the way that he dealt with people in great need, even with the sinners that were judged by the religious leaders, but were there in the congregation of the Holy One of God. So they knew that he didn't judge them, that although they were sinners, Jesus hadn't come to be angry with them because of their sin. He had come not to judge and condemn, but to save. So you see, the positive attitude of Jesus is there throughout his ministry. How then can we cope with these things that happen to us that cause us to be angry? Now, I, I suspect you're not going to like my answer to this either. But the answer is to thank God. I learned this years and years ago and I began to live in community. When you begin to live with people, many of whom come from very, very disadvantaged backgrounds, many with major, major problems, uh, many that are going to do their utmost to be objectionable just to prove that you cannot love them. The most difficult of characters. And I learned that not only do you have to keep forgiving, but you have to thank God that what he is working in you through them is actually a dying to self. That uh, yes, your self-life would like to react in an angry and often self-righteous manner. And you know that's not right. So you say, thank you, Lord. 
thank you that when Jesus died on the cross, I died with him. I've got no cause to be angry because of what these people are doing to me, no cause to be angry just because I can't get my way. It's amazing, really, because these people would have touched your trigger, that same trigger point time and time again, which we all have within us, don't we? Absolutely. And, um, uh, you know, uh, this is often referred to as sandpaper ministry, that <laughs> there are people around you that are rubbing you up the wrong way, you know, and it's rough and it's tough and it's difficult at the time. But what God I know worked in me was a gentle spirit. And, you know, heading up a, a major ministry like I do, um, you have to exercise a lot of authority, but always with a gentle, loving spirit. Um, you know, people are people, and they're often going to do things you don't want them to do, or they do things in the wrong way, or they're disobedient, or whatever it may be. Uh, students going out of line, and, and uh, there's a constant stream of things happening every day. So you just learn to be merciful and forgiving, not resentful or bitter. You know, I forgive you and thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. In all things, you're working for my good. And I don't have to react in an angry way in that situation. I think one of the things that really can upset people and make people angry is when they feel misunderstood and not listened to. Well, that's frustration. It's a form of anger, but it's, it's more frustration than, than uh, exasperation rather than real, genuine anger. Anger can be very sort of vitriolic, can't it? But as uh, you mentioned at the beginning of the program, there is the right kind of anger. Jesus uh, showed that when he cleared the temple of the money changers. Uh, why? Because they were defiling the house of God, which was to be a house of prayer for all nations. They were, they were defiling the sanctuary of God. So uh, Jesus' anger was not for himself, but what they were doing against his father. Now, that is righteous anger. When, um, you know, you're angry not because of your reaction, not because you've been put out, not because you can't have your way, but um, that something has happened to really grieve the Lord and his purposes. That can create in us a righteous anger. But there again, we have to be very careful how we express that. There's a scripture that says, be angry but sin not. So even when there is that righteous anger, because somehow you want to defend the purposes of God, we've always got to be careful that we don't express that anger in a sinful way and cause negativity rather than a positive response. Because you see, when we're forgiving and merciful and gentle, we can actually reproduce something very positive in the other people. And that's what God calls us to be as his witnesses, those that produce the positive, not the negative. You've been listening to Faith for Today, presented by Julia Fisher. This program is sponsored by Kingdom Faith. For further information, visit our website, kingdomfaith.com. 